because it's officially football Four season. You. This is what the people wait all week day for. Week zero is this almost is, here, Pete. This is what they wait all day it's for. Almost here. You know who plays week zero? USC. You know who we're not going to start talking with about is USC because I went on You Better You Bet today. Every show that I've been on this week, I feel like I'm giving out nothing but overs on win totals, and I feel like uh, I want to be a little bit of a hater this Come hour. On, be a hater. So I'm going to be a hater. I'm going to start with an under, but let's first take a look at just the conference odds right now to win the Pac-12. You know how I felt about my Utah Utes last year. All oh, I talked yeah. about all year was Utah. They won the Pac-12 for I me. I mean, you were all over it. Cam rising, baby, although he tore his ACL in the bowl game. Cam right? land of the rising yeah. sun. Yeah. So I'm looking at the uh, conference odds right now to win the Pac-12. USC, 2-1. to one. Oregon, 3-1. to one. Washington, plus 375. Utah to repeat for the third straight year, 5-1 to one odds. Oregon State, 10-1. to one. UCLA, 14-1. to one. And then nobody else is winning that. So who cares? <laughs> Let's start with some win this totals. True. And I'm actually going to start with a couple of Arizona schools, just oh, where the Pac-12 God should begin. Bless. And we're going to go under 5.5 wins for Arizona. When I bet this, it was plus 145. They actually took some money down the over, so now their win total sitting there at five, minus one fifty to the under, plus money to the over. Um, I went under at five and a half, I should say. So now it's at five, and it's minus one fifty to the under. It was actually plus money to the under when I bet this, and I gave this out three weeks ago. And like I talked about, I like the Pac-12 a lot this season, which is good because it's the last year we're really going to get the Pac-12 before USC and UCLA head to the Big Ten. I get why there was some hype on Arizona offensively. They have eight starters coming back, and they average 30 points per game and 462 yards. But the problem is they can't stop anybody. And last season, I actually had higher expectations for the defense because they brought back eight starters, and they still gave up 468 yards per game and almost 37 points per game. They haven't finished in the top half of the Pac-12 in rushing defense since 2010. And this year, they only bring back three starters. So I think the defense gets actually worse. Their schedule is brutal. Yeah. The games they're going to be favored in are all road games. They're on the road against Mississippi State Week 2. We saw that last year. They lost 39-17 at home. Now that game's on the road. They play Washington and USC back-to-back weeks right in the middle of the season. Then after that, they go on the road the following week to play Washington State. They get a bye week. Then it's Oregon State, UCLA, Colorado, which may be a win. Utah and Arizona State. I can't get them past five wins, no. which is why I went under five and a half. I'd still go under five and just pay the juice, but I'm glad that I got the uh, plus 145. I'm not high on Arizona this I season, I think Pete. absolutely best case they get five wins. So I think the under is the play, and I don't think they're getting a five. If everything falls right, I think they're a five-win team. I agree with you. Ryan, they play everybody in the Pac-12 outside of Oregon, really, who's good. I mean, you ran through the teams. It's brutal. In fact, you have to get Mississippi State. That's going to be a loss in the non-conference. Are you Tep Miners, who you sold me on. They have to get them week three. I'm with you. I like this Arizona under. They were terrible, Ryan, like a couple years ago. They made big strides last season. They're building something, but they're they're still a couple years away. Yeah, yeah a man. Years away. And, like, I like uh, the quarterback enough. I like Delora, Jaden mm-hmm. Delora. I mean, he had a pretty solid season, 23 touchdowns, nine picks. Became the first Arizona quarterback to have back-to-back 400 passing yard games since... Guess who did it in 2012? If you get this, I'll give you $500 right now. The last Arizona quarterback to go back-to-back 400-yard games, back-to-back weeks. 2012. 2012. Right, yeah, Two first names is your hint. Yeah, it was before Khalil Tate. Um, oh, man. This I don't is think gonna you're going to get it. Because I don't think I would get it. Is it the year they were really good, right? It was the year they. It was, had to be. And I don't remember who their quarterback was that year. Yeah, you're going to have to tell me. Matt Scott. Wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. 
Matt Scott. Two. That, is, that is a good trivia question. Yeah, he uh, he played with the Jags back in 2013. Too yeah. people forget. Is so, that when Rich Rob was there? Yeah, had to be. So there's your there's your Matt Scott reference for the for the night. Shout out to Matt Scott. They have Michael Wiley back at running back, average over six yards per carry, 349 receiving yards. But like they lose Dorian Singer to USC, that's a huge loss. He had four 100 yard receiving games last season. I just I can't do it with Arizona. I also went under on Arizona State. Now this one pains me a little bit. Um, and I'll tell you why, because I love Kenny Dillingham, who's now the new head coach. I think that's a really solid hire. When we talk about Oregon, that's what concerns me a little bit for Bo Nix this mm-hmm. season is losing Kenny Dillingham. But the reason I went under, there's a couple different reasons. The main one, Drew Pine's their starting quarterback. Oh. And you know how I feel about former Notre Dame quarterbacks. Like, there's a reason he's no longer behind center there. Yeah. They lose their top running back. Wide receivers, Badgers back. He was their leading receiver. This that room's pretty solid. They have three transfers that are going to start on the offensive line. For me, that's a concern. And they lose their 1,000-yard rusher. So I downgrade them offensively. Defense, only five starters come back. They lose their fo- uh, their top four tacklers. And in conference play last year, they just got absolutely smashed and gashed. Six yards per play that they gave up. They have some solid defensive ends. Their secondary is the best in the Pac-12. Um, which is good because you're going to go against a lot of good quarterbacks this season. But the schedule is just brutal, especially on the back end. I like Dillingham, but I think it's going to take him a year to rebuild that thing at Arizona State. So I went under on Arizona and under on Arizona State this season uh, at five and a half. Yeah, I like the under on ASU as well. You mentioned Pine's going to be the quarterback, which is just not something I want to get behind if I'm backing it over. Uh, And the schedule, man, I mean, they they play everybody. They play USC, Washington, Utah, UCLA, Oregon. They play the top five teams in the league. The schedule is terrible. You also get Oklahoma State and Fresno in the non-conference, two good coaches with Gundy and um, Tedford. So... It's tough, man. I mean, the only games that I look at on their schedule and think that they're going to win those is Southern Utah to start the year, Colorado in the middle of the year, and maybe Arizona at the end of the year potentially. But yeah. I, I, I like the under. Yeah, the win totals went down to 4.5 since I bet it. It's plus money to the under. It's actually juice, minus 155 to the over. Dillingham getting some love. Again, I do think that he's going to turn that thing around, especially because the Pac-12 is not going to be a thing in a couple years. But mm-hmm. uh yeah, I had to go under there. I also went under at Colorado. We talked about this, so there was an offshore that opened at five and a half. I didn't get to that. It was a lot of hype around Dion coming over. Then it dropped to four and a half. Now it's all the way down to three and a half for Colorado this season. And they're five and twenty one in their last twenty six games. Solid in the transfer portal. I think they're gonna be better defensively. I definitely upgrade them there, but I couldn't get it. I couldn't get them to four wins this year, man. It's plus money to the over or even money, minus one twenty to the under. I don't know what Dion's going to look like year one. Got to go under. This, this is, I mean, everybody. Colorado is such a publicly bet team. Like, this is gambling 101 right here, right? Everybody's going one way. You just run the other way. The under is absolutely the play. Dion, I mean, what he did at the HBCU Jackson State was fantastic. Completely turned around that program. They rarely lost. But now he's stepping up to big boy level and power five. And he's talked about, you know, when he was at Jackson State, Ryan, and they were asking him, like, would you, you know, ever play Alabama or something like that? And he's like, I got to get bigger up front. Yeah. And and that's what he's, he knows what he needs at Colorado. He's got to get better in the trenches. That is coming. He's going to recruit that stuff, but it's going to take him some time. Everybody falls in love with the skill positions and, oh, Travis Hunter and his son's going to be quarterback and this and that. But the trenches, folks, is where they are going to get dominated. Colorado was 
awful last year. So I'm with you, Ryan. I like the under. Yeah, I like the under there. And then another under before we get to some teams with a pulse. Uh, Stanford, their win total all the way down to two and a half. It's minus 130 to the over, and it's plus 110 to the under. Troy Taylor's the new head coach. He comes over from Sacramento State, where they average like over 40 points per game and 500 yards per game. But most of the players left in the transfer portal, and they only bring back six starters. I think this is going to be an awful year, one of a rebuild. Uh, I wouldn't touch the under at two and a half because no. you look at the non-conference schedule. Right. Then maybe they upset somebody. But I definitely wouldn't go over on Stanford, even at two and a half, which is crazy because like a couple of years ago we were talking about Andrew Luck and Kobe Fleener and those Rose Bowl teams. Now we're talking about can they get to three wins in a Pac-12. It's, I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> I think you maybe have to take the over, Ryan, because they're going to get two wins. They're going to beat Hawaii, and they're going to bet, and they're going to beat Sacramento State, and then they're home against Arizona and home against Cal. And I think they can win one of those two games. I really do. So I actually like the over. Stanford's going to be horrendous. They're not making a bowl game. They're not doing anything like that. But at two and a half, considering that non-conference, and I just need one conference win with Cal. And uh, Arizona at home, I actually do like Stanford, so I would take that over. Well, let's talk about Cal actually really quick. I was going to leave them off this list, but their win total is 5.5. It's plus money to the over, plus 120. Heavily juiced to the under, minus 150. The reason this is a stay away for me is I think they might be a sneaky team. Sam Jackson Jr. left TCU because he wasn't going to be the starting quarterback. He goes to Cal. They have 17 starters back this season. And last year, they were competitive in a couple of these games. They had three close bad luck losses. And then this year... I want to make the case for them, but the win total at five and a half, I couldn't do. Maybe at five because you get the push if they do finish five and seven. They have five non-conference road games. They're also the only team in the Pac-12 to play the top six teams. So they get USC, they get Utah, and they don't have the privilege of playing uh, Colorado or Arizona. So I stayed away from Cal. They do get Stanford, like you just said, but no Colorado, no Arizona, two teams I went under on, and they play the top six teams in the Pac-12. Nobody else does that but Cal. But 17 starters are back, so I could see them being sneaky at times. Washington, Utah, UCLA, and Oregon on the road. Man, like what did they do to deserve that? I don't know. Then, then they also play USC and Oregon State, as you mentioned. You get Auburn in the non-conference. That that is tough, man. And I love me some Wilcox. Still one of the best in the business. So underrated. Hasn't been able to figure out the offense the last couple years like he was previously to kind of get him to a bowl game. But they're very well coached. Ryan, they're just they're going to be two outmatched, man. I mean, they're not going to be able to hang with these yeah. teams that they're going to be playing. So I'm going to pass. I would probably lean under, though. I would lean over on Washington State. Want to get to them before we get to some more win totals I've actually played. I was like this close, man. But it went to six, and it's minus 115 to the over, so I don't like the price. It's minus 105 to the under. I like Cam Ward. He's back at quarterback. I do, too. 30,000 yards last year. Completed 60% of his passes. Their three top backs are back. They lose four of their top wide receivers, but they hit the portal. I don't know about the offensive line. You know, seven starters back on offense, five back on defense, but they lose four of their top six tacklers. The reason I was thinking about maybe going over, no USC, no Utah on that schedule, and you do have 12 starters back, but I ended up staying away. I like Cam Ward, but I could see them finishing with exactly six wins, or I could see them being a surprise team right. and maybe winning eight or nine like Oregon State last year. The tough part about this is it really all comes down to that Wisconsin game, I think. I think that game is going to determine the win total, right? Because you get Colorado State, Northern Colorado, you play Colorado, Cal, Arizona. Like, you can see four or five wins right off the bat. Maybe they beat somebody they're not supposed to. 
But Ryan, I just I don't really like betting win totals when I know that it's going to come down to one game and it's going to be like early on in the year. You know, I just I got to stay away. Last year, Washington State shocked. Wisconsin, if you remember, beat yeah. them in Madison. That was a big upset. Yeah, I, had, I, had, I had Wisconsin in that they game. They were like 17-point so. dogs in that game. So now it's the return game to the Palouse, which is going to be awesome that the Badgers are making the trip out there. I just, I'm with you. I do like Cam Ward, and that is a tough place to play going to Pullman. I just, I got to pass on that. So again, Arizona, under 5.5. Cool with it, under 5. I like Arizona State, under 4.5. And then after that, you know, Colorado loved them under four and a half. I guess I'm fine with three and a half. I don't see them getting four one four wins year one with Dion. Cal's a stay away. Same thing there with Washington State. But I would actually lean over. One quick one before we get to the break. UCLA this season. A lot of question marks because of what they lose on the offensive side of the ball. I watched that spring game, mm-hmm. and all I wanted to see was Dante Moore, but he doesn't play in the spring game. Because <laughs> I went over on UCLA. Uh, really small, not big money, but they lose DTR. But they replace him most likely with Dante Moore. I think he starts the season. I do too. I they mean, lose Zach Charbonnet, but they replace him with Carson Steele, who has a pet alligator, and he's oh, a I stud. Oh, I love that kid. Is that the Ball State transfer? Yeah. I love that kid. And then at wide receiver, even, they lose their top three pass catchers. But I actually really like these transfers that they bring in through the portal. Oh. Kyle Ford from UFC, uh, Michael Sturdivant from Cal. Those are going to be their top guys. Offensive line, 126 career starts. You have to downgrade him a little bit offensively, but I don't know about how, how much, man. You know what's so bizarre? And it's Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly at Oregon got these speedsters at running back, and now he's going for these power dudes like Charbonnet gets him from Michigan. He gets this kid from Ball State Steel, and I love it. I love Steele's game. Moore's the whole key, right? I mean, he's five-star. He's yeah. got all the hype in the world, and he's playing for Chip Kelly. He's one of the best offensive minds. I just, I don't know, Ryan. I mean, eight and a half's a, a big number with some of the teams that they'll be playing, and we just don't know how good is going to be. He could be great, or he could be like Spencer Rattler. You right. know, we just don't know, Right. so I'm going to pass on that. What's crazy is the reason I like them over is their defense. I'll tell you why. Bet MGM the night continues. We continue to preview the Pac-12 next.